0: Hey, I want to thank our amazing sponsors at mules and more magazine mules and more has been around a long time it's a great magazine and uh, shoot I've been reading this magazine since I was just a little kid I remember my dad subscribed to this when I was little and I'd read it every month and loved it and now uh, our good friend Corey Daniels has taken over as editor of this magazine the last few years and she has done an amazing job um, also, did you know that MealsMore comes in a digital format? You can download it on your phone, read it wherever you're at. So, hey, be sure to check them out: MealsMore.com. And uh, you know, hey, tell them Ty sent you. I'd be very grateful. MealsMore.com. Okay, welcome to the Everyday Mealmanship Podcast. Today, I got some friends with me: uh, Chris and Marisa Clark. Hello. Yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Hanging out with me today. Yeah, thank you for having been, uh, us.
1: happy to be here. Excited yeah. to be here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing for sure.
0: So we're down here at Boyd Ranch Meal Days. And we've been here all week. We have. Yeah, so we we all got here at the same time. I was doing my clinic and uh you guys are doing yours. Chris yep. and Marisa they put on packing clinics. And uh we, so we were we had the same hours pretty much we did yeah. i was a little jealous like i I kind of want to go over there and do some packing you know but uh, i had a ear
1: over on your clan
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i glance over and but i saw the, the sweat dripping down i was like eh, they're working way harder than i am i'm just sitting on my mule and yeah they're slinging loads <laughs> but uh, anyways we've been talking all week about uh jumping on the podcast here and getting you guys on and Appreciate you making the time yeah. it's kind of hard to find the time because you know here at Boyd Ranch I mean they're riding it we're riding every day Yep. and then every night fun is in a, the afternoon a party fun yeah the, I mean it's it's yeah. going 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 so anyways thanks for making the time
2: no thanks for perfect. having us yeah we appreciate it um, yeah the packing thing went good I good had, I had two guys this time and um, usually we will not go over six just because I feel like I want to be able to give everybody hands-on You know, I want to be right there with them if they got questions. and um, You know, but I had two guys. One guy was a little bit more experienced than the other, and the other one was pretty green at it. He had done some but never tied no hitches, and they just both just excelled and did great.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, we just come back off this one ride, and he had his mule packed up like I showed him and made the whole ride, hills and all, no wrecks. Yeah. So we're doing good. He listened well.
1: You gave him homework and said you should pack that mule every day.
0: And he did. did. And,
2: And that's the thing. It's just repetitive, you know. So
0: well, especially packing. I mean, you know, learning how to tie those hitches. I mean, experience. Just, you know, you get so experienced, you can feel the balance of a load. Like, you, yeah. that's hard to get people to really understand. Like, no, you can get to where you can feel it. You can. Yeah. You can tell. You betcha. You know, and um, being able to check everything, make sure everything's ready to, you boy, ready
2: that, to go. And I tell those guys, I say, you know, make sure you're watching your mules, but you got to look too. It's not just yep. watching and looking back, making sure they're there. It's you're, when you glance back, you're looking at your loads, make sure everything's riding right, your saddles are sitting up straight, nothing's rubbing, yeah. or anything like that. And, and the big thing is having everybody behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have somebody yeah. behind you watching that load. It is. It you is. Bet. It is. Yep. You know, I tell them, you know, your neck should be sore at the end of the day. Yeah. Your horse, your horse or mule knows where he's going. Yep. You should be turning around looking. Yeah. you know.
0: Well, I got a lot of stuff I want to talk about, you guys. Um... We're hanging out here in Chris and Reese's trailer, so you're gonna hear meals going by, you're gonna hear people going by, you're gonna hear Chris panting. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, That's It's the Mac. dog.
2: We got four dogs in here yeah, too. So yeah, dogs. Might, are, yeah. yeah. So dogs
0: n- It's not Chris. You just make sure. He want to make yeah. sure. I,
2: I say that. So. I look at my wife and I do pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy.
0: Easy. What? Easy. Family show. No <laughs> oh, family show. Family show.
2: <laughs> family. Packer. But uh.
0: Anyways, I got a lot of stuff I want to chat about here. Got got a few questions for you, and, and then really I just want you to take it and, and talk about what you want. But since we're kind of on the subject of the packing clinics, um, why don't we talk a little bit more about that? Uh, you, you know, you you've done a few all over the place. Why don't you talk a little bit about the packing clinics, what you're teaching, some of the hitches you're teaching, or any particulars you want to share on that?
2: well you know it, it's real fortunate you know by keeping with me having a small group you know like it's not like a uniform deal yep. I can take if like with this one I had one guy that had packed a bunch he knew his hitches so you know the basic thing that I teach is a box hitch because you can tie anything with a box hitch yep. that was the thing that that was my go-to hitch in the canyon mm. you know I mean if you're having to stop and fix a load you know I've had diamonds come down on me and you know, you're standing on a thousand-foot cliff, trying to sit there and yeah. keep mule still and retie a hitch. It ain't no good. You know, I always told, I teach in my class. You know, tie it once. Make sure you're. You know, if you got, to, you know, a lot of guys say, "Oh, I won't use a scale. I can tell. Well, that's great. Good for you. When you're new at it, use a scale. Use a scale. T- Absolutely. T- nothing but wrong. with that. day
1: one always starts with fit and tack. Yep,
2: yeah, that's my big thing too. Is I don't, Placement. I don't think a whole lot of people do that. Um, I see a lot of guys, and I don't know if it's right or wrong. This is just stuff that I've done that's worked for me in the canyon. Yep. Um, you know, they always want to set the pack saddles up on the shoulders. They don't give them enough room for their mules to move out, and I think it pinches. It pinches them. and yep. makes them short step. You know, and I'll go through every one of my clients' saddles. I punch holes. I've got. Yeah. You know, I'm refitting everything, and you know, and tell them this is this is what's worked for me. You know, if, if you
1: and more experienced folks don't need as much. Yeah, exactly. But they still say they learn.
2: Yeah. So it's you know, a lot of people weigh way the British and rides. I mean and it just there's a ton of that goes into really the first day. Mm-hmm. You know, and now if I have people and their saddles are right then I'll I can jump off while they're working on this saddle and just jump back and forth and teach them to tie a hitch. You know, I've had that last clinic we did in Colburn, we had two guys I told everybody, I said, Well pack up and let me know what let me see your box hitch he uh, the guy showed up his saddle was set up right i mean he'd been packing for a while and his hitch was good mm-hmm. i said "Well, what do you want to learn you know so they wanted to learn the basket hitch and the crow's foot you know i can tie all those hitches it's just for me my big thing with these packing links when i started is because i think the old timers that started this stuff they were traveling hundreds of miles across country and if they sort up their mule that was the only thing they had or their horse yeah you know, and then now they're packing their stuff on their back. So I think they, they had a pretty good idea of what they were doing. It was through necessity, you know, and there's a lot of new things that come out where you don't have to tie hitches and, but the hitch is very important on an animal. That's what keeps that load up off their sides, lets them breathe easier. It keeps them from rubbing, you know, I mean, there's just a ton to it. And I think a lot of it's getting lost. There's not I was very fortunate to have some great people teach me how to pack and and good stockmen too you know well let me interrupt you
0: right there why don't you share a little bit about who who taught you and kind of go back a little bit let's let's take a little step back and Mm -hmm. maybe talk about where you where you started and and how you got into packing and and mules and all that
2: well for me you know i mean i didn't grow up i was i was a town kid i mean i didn't grow up on a ranch i just fortunate my best friend lived out in the country and had horses nice started riding and i loved it and my uncle had horses um and just continue on i had a passion for that and i wanted to to do more about it and yep. you know and trying to get on ranches and stuff i mean i my i was married at 19 and had a baby and i had to go to work you yep. know um so i got started doing dude dude places i mean it gave me experience my first place was up in um at the grand canyon outside the park and then i worked there for a long time and i, I run on couple outfits up in Williams for a guy and we were running 68 head of horses and I got to run those when I was young and I that taught me a lot you know I think you learn through Rex (laughs) you know I mean that's 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 the best teacher in the world (laughs) yeah um and then Ron Clayton he's my mentor you know he's Mm -hmm. he's my good friend I just got to see him before I come down here and um, he's legendary he's amazing Mm. he's and you know he's one he's been Mm -hmm. Not just as far as like mules and stuff like that, but as a Christian man, he's been he's really guided me in a lot of stuff. And yeah. um, I mean, he's just he's just an amazing man. And uh, he gave me a chance, you know. Mm-hmm. And getting into this world, a lot of that, a lot of guys are kind of uppity. You and he know? gave you the chance, and he gave me entire. the chance to say, yep. get in there and do it. And I thought I knew something; and I, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> you know, I was, yep. I was green as anything, and. Um, yep he he let me make my mistakes and kind of helped me along and so i it for him for for a long time Mm -hmm. and then um at the canyon canyon. and then uh he said i told him i was interested in packing and he said well he goes i got an opening coming up and he threw me into it i mean he threw me into the fire and that was um my first morning riding in the grand canyon it was pitch black i couldn't see my hand in front of my face and (laughs) yeah kind of had a bad mule behind me and we worked it out, and I was just too dumb to quit. And I loved it. <laughs> yep. You know, I love that rush of rolling off in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I told you earlier, it was hours and hours of boredom with seconds of sheer terror. Yeah. You know, it was. Yep. But it was just one of the most amazing things mm-hmm. that that I'd ever done. You know, and uh, I just stuck with it. Um, but first guy that I packed with, he didn't really show me a whole lot. I learned learned a lot of mistakes, threw a lot of mistakes on what to do, and yep. Um, I ended up leaving there and then, go, cause I times got tight and I had to go back to construction. Need to make more money, and uh, then a gal that I'd worked with at Zantera, um, she she called me up and said, "Hey, you want to come back up here and pack?" And I said, "Yeah." And her name was Melissa Williams. She's the one who taught me to pack. She's a good hand, good good stock lady. Um, taught me hitches and just a lot of what I know, and then just practice and kept doing it, and then. Um, Ended up leaving Zantara again, and then she went to the Park Service, and she called me, and so that was kind of the brass ring to get on with the National Park Service, and I got on there, and uh, then I ended up getting to be the lead packer, and I've been the lead packer for the last eight years there, you know, wow. and that was, I mean, just, I mean, what a blessing. I mean, just a, just a cool thing, you know. I mean, for me, that was, I was really proud for that, to know that I'd made a career How to doing this? Because all my buddies that were riding in high school and stuff, they were none of them went on to do any of that. And for me, I just that packing's it. I mean, that's what I love to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I love learning more about it, and you're constantly learning. These meals teach you. You know, you some meals will take certain things, and some won't. When you know that better than anybody, (laughs) you've Mm -hmm. seen thousands of them. So, um, but yeah, that's that's where I got my got my start.
0: That's pretty cool. So. You know, people like Ron Clayton, I mean, like we said, legends yeah of the Grand Canyon, right? Yeah. Um, is there particular things that uh that a felt like that? You know, he I guess he puts you right to work, uh, just doing it. Yep. So that was kinda his yeah, his motto is just do it and learn. Yep. Uh just, just go just go make a mistake and yeah. figure it
2: out. He you know, he I mean he'd he wouldn't let you get hurt, but mm-hmm. you know, he would um he'd let you go a little bit before you get hurt and that was one thing he taught me about and i always tried to carry over with my guys was my my guys and my and my mules come first mm-hmm. you know i wasn't a yes man if i thought something wasn't safe in the camp, i wouldn't do it mm-hmm. you know you can fire me you, whatever it's, this is what's important to me you know and packing and that's it i did everything i could as lead packer to mitigate and put all the safety things i could in from my experience because i didn't want somebody dying down there and it being on my conscience yeah really you know
0: so so what is the what is the job of a lead packer like what was your job description as a lead Um, packer
2: what do you do well i made sure people would let me know what they needed to pack down we packed down for everybody that went down in the canyon for the park service water department rangers trail crew we packed a ton of tools we hauled a lot of dirt in the canyon Um, no people no people no people um and we would take and uh we took care of the compost bathrooms Um, Down there, we we would haul in all the toilet paper supplies, shaving, because that's how the compost toilets work down there. And then we would haul the trash out. Didn't have to deal with no poop. (laughs) So that was a good. You weren't a a poop packer. No. My first year, I got to do that. And that was, I hauled out frozen bags of poop for a crappy job. Literally. (laughs) You got it before I did. (laughs) Yep. And uh, <laughs> you know anything that went in that canyon, if we get it on a mule, I mean, I've hauled mm-hmm. wheelbarrows, we hauled jackhammers. Wow. Um, I mean, logs. Com- logs, We haul a lot of logs. To uh, they call them checks that go across the trails. Yeah. Um, What's the craziest thing you've ever had to hitch up? Probably a composting barrel. It was because anything that's round is hard to pack because yep. there's no corners, so your yep. your ropes don't stick. And we put it on this old mule, Ruth, big old gray mule. And she was one of our biggest mules. And, well, when you get down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, you got to go into a tunnel that's about 60 foot long. And it's got a bend in the center so they can't see the other side. And then you pop out onto a bridge. And um, you're, you know, 100 foot over the Colorado River. That's a lot to ask of a mule. Now, I
0: think I've seen this. I think I've seen that spot like... Uh, like watching like that documentary unbranded. Yeah, they go yeah. is that it? Yes. Is
2: that the spy talking about? Yeah, you get down, it's down there. It's wild. It is. I mean, you're asking a mule to do something totally unnatural. Go into a dark hole that they can't see and yep. then it's super bright down there and you go you know, their eyes have to adjust, so they always want to stall out. It takes and, long for their eyes to adjust, too. It does. Yeah. It does. And you know, and they're putting a lot of trust in you sitting up there that I mean, I got knocked out in that tunnel. I, had, oh, I was geez. riding a new mule, and not, I mean, it was like 30 seconds. Really? Wow. I was riding this mule, and we had just gone in, and I would got in a little ways, and he was acting pretty goofy and trying to spin on me, and you just got to try to keep pushing him, and, yep. you know, just like with any obstacle. Well, that bugger reared up and hit me, um, hit my head on the ceiling. It's not very tall in there when you're sitting on a mule. So is it, uh, do you have to hunch over as you go through, or is it, so can it, you sit up? You can sit up most of the way on if you're riding mule. Yeah, if you're riding with a tall mule, there's a couple low places where you you, well, I ducked my head, you yeah. know, Um, but yeah, he reared at, and I had my glasses on the back of my hat, and it hit me hard enough where it, I mean, I woke up and I was facing my string in the tunnel. Jeez. So yeah, I mean, I yeah you, it's hard to get some wrecks in the canyon. It gets pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and we made fun. it through. You know, we got, we got on through and. Do they? Do you have much trouble getting them across that big bridge down there? Like, do, what? Once you get them through the tunnel, they don't have no place to go. So usually they'll come. They'll run. They want to run onto that bridge. You know how something will try to suck their butt and go on. Mm-hmm. They'll try to do that on the on the bridge, and you just got to. You want to make sure you got a good good ride mule. Yeah. And a good hand mule, and. um and then just ease them across there. You know, I mean that's a whole new thing. And then when you add those boats underneath they come river from boats. from up river, they come down, and these mules are watching these boats and eyeing them and they go into that bridge and it disappears. And they're like it messes with their mind, and then it pops out on the other side and they're like, Go, you know, and yeah, I mean it's <laughs> Everything in the world that can scare a mule or kill a mule is down there. There's yeah. all kinds of mule-eating stuff. Yeah, know? that's that's challenging. You it know, is spots like
0: that. That's just all challenging, and then, you know, pro- probably adds a little bit to the human aspect too, because as a as a rider, you're, you know, it, it, you know, especially if you're new down there. Yeah. Seeing all that for the first time is probably pretty intimidating. It is. It is. Not and then you have so.
1: all those natural elements that can spook a mule. Now you're adding hikers that have yep. backpacks over their heads, or they are carrying something weird. Or one day you came along and someone had left a stuffed animal turkey on the side That's of the a trail, good story. and it spooked the crap We've out of the stream. <laughs> well,
2: somebody had. We'd been hauling dirt. We were hauling dirt on the South Kaibab Trail. We were down about a mile and a half, and we were, we'd been running back and forth all day. We usually do about six to six to 10 trips, depending on how far we're going. And when I say hauling dirt, we have dirt bags on our mules that we have two five gallon buckets that we fill on each side. And we'd have to haul dirt down on the trail to maintain it cause it gets holes from the traffic of mules and stuff. But we were cruising along and I had, got, had this mule notch and pretty mule. Um, and I had him in my string and he'd been my riding mule too. And somebody had crocheted a turkey, a stuffed turkey that was probably <laughs> six to 10 inches tall. And they'd set it on a rock. We'd gone by that place, I don't know, well, probably five or six times that day. we come around that corner, and that mule saw that and blew up. And he's a gentle mule. Yeah. But he, he blew up and bucked and broke the string. And oh, no. Had a couple mules tied on to him, was turning around. And, you know, and the trails are wide. You know, they're good trails, but not to fit two mules next to each other a lot of times. And But, yeah, it was, it was a good wreck. Jeez. <laughs> Just from a... A stuffed turkey. Yeah. What did something you do different. With the I ain't saying. I ain't saying what I did with the turkey. Can't talk about it. Classified huh? <laughs> <laughs> classified Grand Canyon information only, huh? <laughs> the officials took care of it. They did. They did. Yeah. Called in the FBI yeah, government go job. That's right, that's right. But yeah. A turkey removal? I mean something like that. Yep. You know, you you really it was hard to get complacent down there. If you yeah. did, that's when you'd start getting hurt, because it's real easy. Yeah, you know, you get to going along and you're cruising along and everything's good and everything's been going good for, you know, a week or two and life's good. and You might have a couple mules break off or
0: well, a trail's a trail. I mean, yeah. even the Grand Canyon, you yeah. go up and down that enough, it's yeah, you know, it's a trail.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know, it's just kind of you just do your thing. I'm sure you do, you do, and but you you still got to be you know because the be mules on. they're so good about remembering stuff. If something's out of place. You know, we'd have rock troll and everything on the trails and um, they'd blow and snort if a rock was different or yep. you know, and you're like, well, what are you? <laughs> they knew something was different. Um, but and it was a challenge. they incredibly
1: tolerant of things that happen. Like if they're going by people and if they drop a water bottle and it goes to roll into the mules, the people just lunge out oh. to go grab the water bottle, not thinking about what that could potentially do. So now you got
2: yeah. that I happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I had a guy we were it was midwinter because you know it's icy on the ba it holds ice year round that's why we run sharp shod shoes on them um, i had this little chinese guy he was standing up we were right at the top too and that's a you know a of all the places to have a wreck that's the worst place because you go off there it'll kill you so mm-hmm. at least it wouldn't be one of those where you just lay there under the mule hurting <laughs> um it was super icy he's wearing tennis shoes and i asked him i said do you got your feet and he, oh yeah yeah you know and <laughs> And that little bugger lost his footing and slid right underneath my second mule. Oh was no! Was laying up, looking at his belly. Jeez. And the mule's name was Cookie, and he couldn't ride because he was one of them. He'd buck. You know, he'd you'd be going down the trail and he would go to bucking and never never pop a breakaway, just stay. He'd just just sting. And I thought, oh God, he's gonna he's gonna freak Cat out. Tap dance
1: on top of him.
2: And the guy was scared he was gonna go over the edge. So you know, his eyes was big as platters, and yeah, and I got everything. I got everything shut down. And I was just like, oh, and, you know, because you're when you're in the middle of the wreck. I mean, in my packing clinics, I say, quit the wreck. Just there's nothing you can do till it's over, you know, and just kind of pick up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and this guy, and he was able to skin back up and get on jeez. the wall, and oh, it was yeah. I mean, you talk about a butt pucker moment. I mean, yeah. it was like oh yeah, he's probably
0: hoping he had some extra genders yeah, I guarantee <laughs> he did. Back, I guarantee he did. What a yeah. spot to be in. Yeah.
2: yeah, jeez. Um, you know, and just and one of the biggest challenges down there is hikers. Mm. Yeah, you know, sure. the, I mean, people people don't savvy anything about horses and mules anymore. It's such mm-hmm. a technical technological world i guess they don't most people don't have any experience in it you yeah. know and uh they i had a guy poke one of my mules in the butt with a hiking pole really yeah what was his you just thought it'd be fun yeah i come around a switchback and you know you, on those switchbacks you always watch your mules because that's where they'll get you they'll get tired and they'll hang up on you yeah and <clears throat> walked around and i was watching and i was watching and you get a feeling off some of them They and he he did. He reached up and it was this little black mule called Shorty and she was really ouchy anyway. She was she'd been kinda handled wrong I think before we got her. And she'd been there for years, but yeah, he reached up and poked her in the butt and I that was one of the times I was wishing she'd just double barrel (laughs) in the chest. You know? Well yeah. When you're dumb, you gotta, you gotta learn. Hey, if
0: you're, if you're dumb, you better be tough. Did John Wayne say that or that's something? That's right. Like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then people do dumb things like mid string. I was riding with you one day and I was following, and this guy was standing on the side, and all of a sudden he just thought it'd be a good idea to stick his selfie stick whoop, right out to the horses. So, oh, yeah. like, two we'll get of get them already pictures. went by, and then here comes this stick, and they're all like, whoa. Cause, you yeah. Know, yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, please pull that back.
2: Yeah, he, he, just was, probably, he just he, he didn't just know. he just wanted a, wanted a yeah. cool video, just, or picture, yeah. or whatever, you know. Right you know, in and, face. and that, the we were always real respectful of folks, you know. I think I can, when I worked for the Park Service, I think I count probably four times I really got after somebody. Yeah.
0: Well, it's tough. You I mean you got to be, in a you, you know, we need to be ambassadors mm-hmm. for yeah. equine use because equine use is disappearing. It, it is. is. And it is. you know, I mean, we might, you know, you might mean well, you get after a hiker. Uh, about something, and you might mean well because you know maybe you're trying to keep them safe. You know, sure. maybe they like the guy, poke him in the butt. Yeah. I mean, he had no idea yeah. that he could have just got his face knocked. Yeah. Oh. you know? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, on one hand you you know you might get after. On the other hand, you got to be a good ambassador. And I tell a lot of people in my clinics that you know you don't want to be that person out on the trail that you know goes past some hikers and they're like, get out of the way get out of the way get off right. the trail i mean th- those people embarrass me yes like, i don't want to ride yes. with that person no because no. it's embarrassing you know i understand the person means well sure because they're they want to be safe on their mule right but all those hikers they just passed those are gonna be the ones that say "Well, why do we have these equine on the trail if it really exactly. is so dangerous yeah for these people get why are they on the trail and yeah mm-hmm. and they're in our way we all had to get off the trail and pause our day right you know so whenever i go past i try to be as welcoming and say hello yeah, absolutely and i know how the yielding thing works and it's different with your pack stream right but like me if i'm just on a mule i would it's easier for me just to get off the trail right maybe not the grand canyon no <laughs> don't get but off. yeah but like, <laughs> don't get off there. but like most places
2: yeah you, i can get off you can and i let them go by and i say hi and i try to be a good ambassador exactly but it's tough and, and folks need to do that you know and in yep. the canyon we always put everybody to the inside you know because if you don't want to put them out on the edge because mule turns or yeah, bump, them, bump off. them off, you know. And, I mean, I and it's amazing how many people will go to that edge. <laughs> yeah, they're and, just not thinking. Yeah, right. you know, I'm like... You're you brave know, or dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah. know, and I would tell them as I you know, I need you guys to go to the inside for me. It's for your safety. I say, you know, if I, if something happens, I'd rather have you crunched in the ditch than fall a thousand feet. Oh, well, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tell just taking that... Why. Yeah, that little extra minute of and being polite about it.
0: Do they know like when they go down the canyon just as a hiker? Like yeah. if I was going down there as a hiker, do I know uh is there signage and stuff that says there's packers or there's mules or what to do? They are they pretty good in that place. Yeah, they have signs up
2: at the you know to listen to the mule guide.
1: I think they have one as you start down Bright Angel. Yeah. If they stop and read the big informational board
2: It'll yes, have a but otherwise yeah.
1: there's one side. Because there's some
0: places like if we're I mean right here you know we're at the Boyd Ranch here and we're riding out through the desert. I mean there's room for miles. Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. we can go we can go three miles around anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in the Grand Canyon,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, you can't. It's a game of inches. It is. You, I mean and, they can't. There's nowhere to go. And we had spots. You know we, you know there's <clears throat> I think there's probably three places in the canyon where I would ever put somebody on the outside edge. And yep. that was just because it was against, there There's wasn't stop. room yep. against it, because it was straight wall and there was just no room for them to be to the inside. But it's a big big enough walkway on the other side of the trail where you know they wouldn't get hurt. Um, and most folks are really good about it if you explain to them, you know? Um, but I mean, you get your jerks too. I mean, yeah. they, they they get real defiant. And, and then you really gotta watch when you're going around, because I mean, more you don't know what that person's gonna do Yep. You know when you're going around them. I mean, Zen, there was a story from Zantara. This Chaz kid that worked there, he was a packer over there. He went. there on the South Kaibab in a bad spot, and the guy had an umbrella. And Chaz, those umbrellas are bad for the mules in the <laughs> yep. canyon. You know. Yeah. And you'd you'd see him up ahead, and I always hollered ahead so I didn't have to stop my string. Because generally, when you stop your string, they get to eat, and that's when you get into a wreck. Yep. And you just holler at folks and ask them to you know shut your umbrella most folks are really good about it well as Chaz Chaz had done that and the guy was kind of a jerk and as his mules were going by he started opening opening that umbrella oh no you know and i mean this it, it, you have a bad wreck in the canyon something usually dies yeah. i mean really i mean it's it's not a you know if you roll one off a hill or something generally they pop up and they're going to be all right you know there there's places you're rolling off i mean it's it's a long way it's down. gonna break a leg or it's it's may not kill it right off the bat so you know so that was yeah i mean there was Just some scary scary deals you know yeah there was a story uh ron told me this a guy was coming out of the, and this has been years ago this is probably in the 70s um the guy was coming up and those hikers always the runners they always want to pass you you know they're looking at their watches and it's nothing wrong with that if they want to beat their body up and run that game nab at it you know but you know if we asked him to stop, you know, it's we'll get you around up here. It'll take, you know, five minutes for us to get up here and get you around safely. Well, this, uh, it was one of his wranglers They kept telling this guy, you know, you need to stay back or you're going to get kicked. And uh, he kept doing it, and they got near the top, and the guy started weaving in and out of his mules. Well, the guy got up to the front, up by the the, the wrangler there, and he spun his mule around and kicked that guy in the chest with his boot. And kicked him on the ground and said, I told you you were going to get kicked. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. This is yeah. like in the 70s. Yeah. You do that now, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, the guy got up and grabbed a rock and was going to try to... They got into a pretty good tussle right there on the trail. Wow. Called the rangers down and everything. Well, the wrangler had 10 witnesses.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Said the mule kicked him. The guy got up and got mad. And they hauled that hiker off to jail. <laughs> oh, you know? I mean, oh, there's dude. no way you could have that. You could yeah. do that now, but no. you know, I could picture. I mean, I've been me. frustrated enough where I'm thinking, "Yeah, I want to <laughs> spin around." I told you you're gonna get kicked. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well. But that's not being a good ambassador. I don't suggest anybody does that. Yeah, <laughs> have patience with them. <laughs> <laughs> it was just always a yeah. good story. I got a kick out of hearing. You know. That's right. It was. Um, but I mean, and the canyon is such an amazing place. I mean, I was so blessed to be there. You know. So
0: where? So, uh, which end did you spend
2: most of your time on? North rim or south rim? Where we you? were on the south rim. South rim. We were based out of there, um, and we would do. We did about four to five cross canyon uh, pack trips a year, because there's you know there's compost toilets all the way across. So we would drive to the north side. And There's compost toilets up on the rim that we would pack to and then we would make a it would be a three-day trip going across Hitting all the toilets and then we'd stay at fan. We'd stay at um, Roaring Springs Manzanita um, in there they have crowds and then we'd get up and go on down to phantom and stay the night there and then pack out Yeah, go out. I was real um, I, I worried a lot about my mules. I mean they were I mean they're my co-workers. They weren't cool yep. to me um, I wouldn't run in and out in a day I mean you can do it I don't think it's right you know I was one of the first ones there in the canyon to take my bet on a mule ride oh yeah to have him I he drew blood at the bottom he drew blood at the top um, we checked heart rate and respiratory rate all the way up and out to make sure I was giving him enough time to, to what time them. year is this we did it during summer it was it was amazing uh, Sorry. It is it's real home. life. I'm setting my door. <laughs> <go ahead>. um, <laughs> swinging and uh we uh we went down, it was just it was starting to get get pretty hot. It wasn't mid though. Yeah. Um and I just wanted to make nobody had ever done it. I just wanted to make sure I was treating my mules right. You and know? there's
1: lots of talk and misunderstanding of the government mules. Yep. Zantera mules have a supai situation. And so it was a great way to have that information on board for when people did say that mules are mistreated.
0: And this is and, and what shape are, they're in. And these are government meals? Yes. These are government yep, yep. meals. Okay. So how many meals are you taking down like like say that 3-day trip rim to rim? What do you how many meals you got
2: in that street It could we on a rim to rim like that, we would we'd have 10 head. Well, wow. um, you know, 8 to 10, each guy have four four meals behind mm-hmm. them Um, and then, you know, we had feed that we haul feed into the canyon for the mules and have it staged up. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was just, I mean, that's my number one thing was taking care of my mules. I mean, that's how we make our living if they're not healthy and working.
0: So what'd you, what'd you find? What was your findings Mm -hmm. of the physical health when
2: you, um, like, like drawn blood down there or whatever? They, all their, all all their blood work come back. Awesome
1: top athletes yeah
2: that's what the vet said he goes these guys are like top athletes what the were they looking rate. for like um, were you looking for the, for the oh.
1: recovery rate resting yeah. heart rate yeah. and their yeah. recovery rate yeah. after they would pull a pretty steep grade or when you got into yeah. Indian Gardens? and then that
2: what's the acid galactic um, acid in their muscles yep that was one of the things they were checking for dehydration to make sure that, you know, because like I was telling you earlier, I mean, we've seen it 120 degrees down there in the shade. You know, I'm not saying a horse couldn't do it, but if he did, he'd probably die. Um, and they all come out. I mean, it was great just because of that, just that the shape that they're in. Wow. You know, it was, and it was good because if anybody ever said that I wasn't, because ta- you'd hear it all the time. All those poor mules, mm. you know, they got the best feed that during summer, they had fans that blowed on them 24 hours a day. Keep, they'd come up and stand, keep the flies off of them, keep them cool. You know, I mean, I just went all out for my mules. Yep. And um, I would stop and visit with people and if somebody said that, oh, those poor mules. And mules enjoy working. You know, they, I mean, I think they like having a job. Um, and we would work nine on and six off, you know, so we'd try to rotate our mules every other day. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes our riding mules, we would ride, you know, we'd ride five days out of the nine days. But they could handle it. It wasn't hurting them, and, you know. And that was one thing that I went over with the vet because I wanted to make sure that. Well, I just didn't want to hurt none of my mules. I mean, yep. <laughs> I'm pretty soft-hearted when it comes to them. It's good. <laughs> so how many uh, how
0: many meals were you like in charge of there? Oh, thirty. My, thirty head. We had thirty head. What were they? What's the majority of these mules like? Are they a pretty quiet mules. I mean, you mentioned you had a few touchy mules here and there, but we did what are these mules. These are all pretty dang gentle. I mean, they they're get so gentle. much to use that they can't yeah. help but get gentle. That right? makes
2: a mule. That canyon will make a mule that's just unbelievable.
1: But for example, when you do get new mules, yeah. first of all, you get them a certain age. Yeah.
2: What's the age? Six to eight. Your we get them between six and eight because they're already broke because the canyon ain't the place to try to no. No? take a four-year-old mule and yep. run them off in there. So six to
0: eight and then yep. uh, well, Uh, What age are they retired or sold or I was
2: trying to get rid of them at 17, Mm -hmm. um, but then we bumped it to 20. You know, because you can get another, I mean, you could probably run them another five years in the canyon, but I didn't want to take my mules and run them until they were crippled. You know, know, I always figured I got a retirement after Park Service, so should they. You know, they deserve to go off and be in a pasture or just do little day trips with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times we'd send them to rescues. Um, and then I'd already have people ahead of time, cause I I would kind of audit their house, you know, make sure that they were going to go to a good spot, and they would they would take them from the rescues. Um, yeah. Sometimes
1: they'd go to other parks. Other parks easier, too, easier, easier work? Yeah.
2: If it wasn't, you know, cause I mean, Canyon Miles is it's hard on a mule. Yeah. Their shoulders go out. And Down drones. and up. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's that's tough. Yeah. And then I we would go. We got all our mules from um, <coughs> up in Oregon. Uh, we would go up and he he, I dealt with him enough that he knew what we uh, what he I was really- kind of looking for and what I needed mm-hmm. Um, I mean always first thing I looked at one is our eye I mean he'd have 20 head lined up and I'd go through and look, look at confirmation and backs and you know call out you know 5 or 10 head and say I don't even you know we'll come back to those if these don't work And then, you know, the next, I brought everything in the kitchen sink when I first went up there. I mean, everything that I was going to put on a mule in the canyon is what I packed with up there to pick out those mules. Um, But gentle. I mean, that's what you need. You know, there's only been a couple mules that, well, we had some old mules that I traded out to him that were before me. But, I mean, we didn't have to trade out a whole lot of mules. But we would spend a week up there riding and packing and go through every one of them. You know, just to see.
0: That's cool. I didn't realize that was part of your job as lead packer to go buy yep. meals.
2: Yep, yep. Made
1: a couple trips to Oregon.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. You made more than that. They even sent me to school one time when I first started, up to nine mile pack up in Montana, and I said, "Well, I've been doing this for years. You want to send?" I was like, "All right, I'll go." Yeah, I learned some stuff. They pack a little different than we do down here. Yep. Um, and uh, but it was awesome. I mean, I got to kind of go on a vacation for <laughs> for ten days and yeah, go pack you know in pretty country heck yeah um it was a lot of logistics for me making sure everybody's stuff got down because we had weekly pack run the other nine days at the beginning the first two days we went to phantom and down and then we would either haul dirt the bathrooms take care of trail crew and then you have a barn day in there to take care of the barn um yep. and then the last two days of the tour we'd pack into phantom and pack out and so it was busy i mean there's a lot to it and computer work which i was wasn't real sad yet I got way better at the end of it sure enough yeah it was pretty good I could Mm -hmm. finally send an email and (laughs) (laughs) so it was good it was good when I
1: came along into the picture it's interesting because when you think about mules of the Grand Canyon it gets very blurred with Zantera and dudes and I didn't realize there was such a separation of their operation and the park side and I was just so Enamored with all the things that they packed like oh my gosh, what are you packing in there? And what's on there like when he what took a wheelbarrow down? I mean, I had to be there and video that because you just yep. don't see that every day and when they pack logs on them and and That's what was so interesting on my side is always explaining those different things So that's why we started talking about it when we do our lives mm. About the difference we wanted to bring a lot of positive yeah. publicity to the packing program because they are the history of the Grand Canyon and they need yep. to always be
2: there yeah because therefore I mean there's been people who's tried to didn't want them there yeah. you know and I mean you think of Grand Canyon you think of mules Yeah, you know, and, and, and so, what an
1: important role they play yeah. yeah oh
2: yeah you know going back to that deal with the vet that's why I wanted that paper that report to say you know if somebody said hey you're not taking care of your mules and I say well in Arizona wow. State Certified Vet yeah, says mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of just covering myself and just being proactive because you know they have troubles on the Havasupai Reservation with the way they treat their animals, and that's been a big uproar. Yep. And they they lump all that everybody together in the canyon. Oh, oh yeah, those are those poor mules.
0: Well, for mm-hmm. our our listeners that don't have uh, much knowledge about that, want you tell them about the different people that are down there. So you're you're working for the government. Yep. Hired by the government to to maintain trails and or to haul gear for the yeah. trail maintenance crews to we kinda of went over that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you did. Yeah. What about these other so you know, so they know that the the government doesn't do dude rights. No. No right? No dude. So, no tell dude about
2: so the concessionaire is Antera Corporation. Um and they have I think they're still running around hundred and sixty head of mules. Wow. And so they have the when I started working there, we there could be up to 60 mules in the canyon at once from them. But they've knocked it back down. So now there's only there's 10 mules that go to the bottom and 10 mules coming out. You know, they just kind of rotate and deal. And then they, they have a rim ride now where, I don't know, I think they can take up to 20 people or 30 people a day out on two different rides. And then on the west end of the canyon, you have, the, have a Supai tribe where people go down into the canyon. They can hike. Well, they can hire the indian guys down there to pack all their stuff down well um zantara does, i mean john Barry over there is awesome he's a good hand mm-hmm. he come from out over in california good packer knows his mules and um but it's a corporation you know it's a lot of it's about the bottom line um but they do their they he does a good job of taking care of his mm-hmm. mules um and then the, the have a tribe they that's been that was all over facebook and the news about you know they were poor treatment yeah, it was poor treatment of the stock over there. It was wrong, you know. I mean, it was, for me, I'd have went down if I wouldn't have got thrown in jail. I'd put all the mules and horses down. I mean, they were riding them with sores in their withers, not from like one, you know, you get a rub or a cherry or something. These horses, I mean, it was into the meat. Jeez. Uh, and they were packing them. They were over. They put 350 pounds on these little dinky res horses. And not all the not all the guys over there, but there was a lot of them that were and so we all got kind of lumped into that whole deal and that was yep i always tried to separate that from you know i mean our mules they were treated like catholics i mm-hmm. mean best feed and, you know weed and seed free alfalfa and grain and whatever they needed mm-hmm.
1: and i don't think that the average hiker thinks about who takes care of this great trail that they hike on i mean that trail is really good There's. You know, the log stays, and then they have the park rangers in there for their safety, and they, they pack in. So park rangers are down there for nine days. Nine days, yeah. So the inner canyon park rangers, so they take in their supplies for them so they can be down there for nine days. If there's a rock slide, how does that get cleared? And the yeah. mules take in all the equipment for that. And then the trail crew that is just working on the trail all the way down, they yeah. need their hand tools. and. Yeah all the things
2: thousands of pounds of gear we've hauled down there you know and then getting it all weighed out you know and that's another thing on my mules i never went over 160 pounds that was kind of for a big mule small mule that was just kind of my standard weight just because i think canyon miles Uh, are. weight. i mean can a mule pack 250 pounds sure should you probably not you know i mean not you're going to get more longevity out of your mules if you don't do it that way um not to say i mean people do it all the time that's just how i you know some guy said i was kind of soft on my mules but
1: if they're working every day
2: yeah you know because by the time you put your bag your saddle manny, lash rope all that stuff on it comes up to about 200 pounds
0: well there's a there's a big difference in in using mules regularly
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: there's a lot of people out there that talk about different ideas and this and that and we can kind of talk about your packing gear and your saddles a little bit, too, because yeah. it, it's funny. Well, uh, even at breakfast this morning, I was uh, listening in on a conversation, you know, and I was just sitting there eating my breakfast, but they're talking about tack, and everything that the fellow was suggesting was about as opposite as I would ever be. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. Opposite. Sure. But, you know, you got to take it as it is because right? I don't think that fella rides near the miles and the use sure. that i do
2: sure you
0: know and, and you probably see the same thing in your packing world yeah. you know somebody that packs twice a year right. has all these ideas and things that they like and that's fine sure but you packed every day yeah you know uh, uh, major you know yeah. and so so the gear and the use and how you do it and what you do yeah. it, it's a big difference it you is. know it so is. in the canyon <clears throat> well just kind of this area it's it's sawbuck culture Right,
2: in the canyon we use Deckers. Use Deckers in the so canyon. Use Okay. Um, we had use I'd use sawbucks a few times, but the Deckers are just more versatile.
0: Um, well, see, the reason I say that is the general intermountain west. Yes, is like where I'm at. Yeah. It's yeah. Sawbucks. Sawbucks, yeah. sawbucks. everywhere. Yeah. You know, and you don't see the Deckers uh, until you get up north. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. And it so was that's interesting. And it's funny because, and I think a lot of that, you know, there's always kind of. Contest between everybody. Oh, you you you're running sawbuck, or you're not mani packing. You're running bags, you know. And for me in the canyon, I kind of took best of the both both worlds to mm-hmm. me to make it work, you know, because the deckers you, they're way easier to tie hitches on, right? But you can still hang bags off them because we use modified deckers, you know. Mm-hmm. I went to, and the decker saddle you can fit, you can actually rasp and fit them. Which I guess you could do to a sawbuck, but I mean not as easy. Um, and for me, the Deckers were just more versatile as far as the stuff that we needed to pack. Because there was days we might have to have to tie a crow's foot on something if we were hauling. Like we carried five gallon plastic buckets, we would put what would we put? Like thirty on a mule, you know. You uh, that was one of the, a box hitch would work, but a crow's foot worked better, you know. So. Um, and I started running, I started running a lot of double rig saddles on my mules just because with that mule having that belly, it took a lot of that. Cause you start off, you're going down, you know, it's not up and down, up and down. I mean, you're rolling off in there and you know, you set your saddles back. I'd always set my saddles back about two inches behind their shoulders. And we run a super tight britching, you know, and people say, oh, you're, you're rubbing, you're going to rub hair. You're using them every day. You're going to take hair off. I yep. mean, and to me, if you're running your britching properly, you should you're probably gonna take care of anyway because I see a lot of guys that would they would set their saddles up and they would have their saddles already up on their shoulders and then they have four inches of play in their britching. So as soon as you start going down, it's already it's up on their somewhere. neck. Yeah, it yep. ain't going you know, so I would I would take especially starting down and if you got a real mutton backed mule you know fat back mule you know your britching probably even tighter because i if you leave if you got it sitting back two inches behind their shoulder and you got four inches in your in your britching well your two inches are already over from the start yep. you, does that does that make sense yeah. you know and so yep. i would always get it as tight as i could because otherwise you would you'd get down a quarter mile down the trail and you're trying to pull back You know, a loaded pack saddle back and getting it set up on the side of a cliff. You know, with people all around, mules and (laughs) It's better just do it right at the top. You know, take your time. And that's the other thing I saw a lot, that I wasn't that way. Everybody gets in a race. It's not a race. Take your time. Pack your saddle up right. You don't miss stuff that way. You know, you don't get rubs. It cuts down on cherries and, and galls and stuff like that. Take your time. It's not a... You know, and there's a lot of fast packers out there, and I can be just as fast as them. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. not. I'm not at Bishop trying to win a race. You yeah. know, I want. I want to make sure everything's packed up right, and, and I, I don't want. I've had enough wrecks. I don't want to have wrecks. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's exciting when you're a young man and you're rolling off in there, and you're rolling in the Grand Canyon, you're packing, you got five mules behind you, and something blows up, and oh, it's an adrenaline dump that's just. Like no other, you know. I don't want that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to tootle down the trail and be happy. You yep. know, um,
1: saying how to the people.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. yep. you know. So, but our um, and then we use a lot. We use come along halters. Um, some of the meals we had, we run chains on on the bottom. Um, everybody, you know, you get nowadays. Discussion. Yes, people. Oh, that's cruel. You know. Well, and I don't want to cause pain but I just want to have a little bit more motivation, you know, because a lot of the mules that we got, they have to go to work. We can't spend, you know, I can't put my mules in a round pen every day and work, which I'm, you're so lucky and you make some awesome mules, Hmm. you know, you do. But for me, it's hard for me to do that where I can take and and spend that time to do all because I'd love to have them all, but I can't do it because I got to get them to work. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, we some of them we had to run come along chains. So and once they figure that chain out, then you just hook it back through and you don't even use it and they come along. Um, as far as equipment, like with uh, um, the center pull halters, you, you know, like a rope halter. Um, I, I don't know how to explain it. If a mule's head's up in the air, they can't see their feet. Does that make sense? oh yeah yeah so i'm talking to you? Yeah, yeah yeah no but i'm trying to get it right in my head Yeah. um but but we use these these side pull halters where they they can still keep an eye down that was one thing that i saw a lot out here was folks were using i i just really like those because of the um because they can still see their feet you know because a lot of times when the mules are coming down through there they can't you know like her mule <laughs> Jumping ditches because that's the only thing that they had to had to choose from, you know, because they couldn't <laughs> hey, see, so they figured all. they would jump. Um, mm-hmm. And then, what else on equipment?
0: I good. I mostly just wonder about the decker and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of the cool thing, you know. Depending on where you are, it is. I like is. culture, you know. I'm, I do too. I, I enjoy that, you know. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Great Basin style culture. So, no, as you go all over
2: the country, you see all different. Sure. Types of shirt, sure. You know, it's kind
0: of same thing with the packing
2: world. Because like with the Great Basin, that's like that's like Buckaroo style. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and then we went up, when I went up to Nine Mile, them guys all Manny pack up there, mm-hmm. and they uh, Casey up there that runs that. Me and him got to be buddies because I was in this class and I knew a lot of the stuff what they were doing. So we got to kind of joshing around and joking. He, he's a friend of mine. I mean, I like him, and uh, he'd give me a hard time because I didn't use Manny's. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tarp up Manny's and, and do sling hitches. And he goes, oh, you're one of them bag packers, and you're lazy, <laughs> and, you know. And, yeah. And uh, we'd just go back and forth, and I told him, I said, you can't, we, could, we can't Manny pack in the canyon. I said, our trails aren't wide enough, you know, because you get some of the big old if for Manny and Hay and stuff. Yeah. They don't fit, and they don't fit on the bridge. He goes, oh, I don't buy that. And I said, well, you i've Come been i've been stuck on that bridge oh yeah yeah i've had lead ropes or oh, my no. lash cinches because it's got angle iron and there's places in between the angle iron and i've had lash ropes get caught in there and oh, it'll hang geez. a mule i mean hang it or, yeah and Tell you know you could you do uh-oh. Yeah, oh yeah so when I'm i was sorry. packing for zanatara and i hadn't been there very long i was still pretty fresh and we got out across the tunnel and my partner was with me was up ahead he had already crossed and i was coming through and i stuck my third mule and i would you know you can kind of back them up and sometimes you can back up your whole string and because they can't go nowhere so they're forced to go back and you can kind of get undone and this mule was stuck hard i mean i couldn't so i got off and those mules were flaunchy and and zantera mules at the time were they were about half bad you had to watch them oh yeah yeah they were uh, that's why they were in the pack barn. They, he yeah. couldn't do them. Couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't do they, it. Yeah. there was a reason they were over there working. hmm And uh, I took and I, I climbed up on the rail, of the bridge. It's a, it's a wide rail. I mean, it's like eight to ten inches, but you, you're looking right over the Colorado. No. Nope. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> Not no. <me>. It, yeah. <laughs> so you figure out I, mean, I didn't. I, I didn't want to get underneath the packs because it ain't wide enough. You, you can't pass somebody. I mean, those packs fill that bridge wow they rub on the sides as you're going and uh i didn't want to get down by their foot
0: mm-hmm.
2: by their feet you know because yep. i thought sure as the world one of them boogers gonna come through and kick me in the head so my <laughs> idea was to get on the bridge and so i let my <laughs> my first and second my riding mule go and they took off and this other mule is trying to get trying to get free and i mean it's a wreck i mean it was scary and when you're in the middle of all that stuff you're not thinking about none of that you just you focus on what you're doing and and I ended up um, cutting the last rope and then letting them go but yeah it was scary they take off running and you're sitting there and, and there was cables you know I was lucky where we were at they've got big like two inch cables four of them where you can kind of kind of hold on but it was scary yeah I mean that was probably one of Jeez. the scariest situations in my life wow and uh you know could you fall off in the river you're gonna die because it's cold and I, can, I don't swim for nothing I'm from Arizona we don't have water.
1: I, I think the fall hitting the water.
2: Yeah. So, you know, but this was back when I was, you know, 20, no 27, way. 28 years old, a lot yep. younger. And mm. I think I'd figure a different way. <laughs> you You'd know? look at it differently now? I would. I would. Different eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and Experienced eyes. Yeah. It makes a difference. Um, Potential
1: kick in the head doesn't sound so bad now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that was one of the big things, picking mules at the canyon was just for that reason. Yep. That's why I wanted to go up and ride everyone one. And, and I would ride everyone and pack everyone before I give them to my guys. Yeah. So if something, so I knew, I could say every mule that went in there I knew, and I'd pack them a little bit to know. Great guys. I have the best guys up there in the world. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, just good fellers. Treat the animals right, good packers, and. Just and then you people. could
1: identify where they were better off in the string. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be yeah. a great whip mule? Is this yeah. a good hand mule? Well, not hand mule, but where yeah. do you want them in the
2: yeah. line? Yeah. 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 They uh, And that's a big thing, too, is figuring that out. I always try to put... Now, if I was taking a brand new mule in, i put him in my hand. Because then that way I had control of him. You know, as they build trust, they can go back a little further in the line. Yep. Um, and you want to have a fast mule or your whip mule. That's your fifth one. Because literally... You know, if you get one that takes off, it whips them around the switchbacks. So you want one that travels a little faster. And I liked my mules that were really smart to be in the back. And when I say smart, is their wheels are always turning. You know, I had a little mule named Poncho. He's a little black and white, stocking legged mule. Hmm. He was always in trouble. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He was always in trouble. <laughs> um, he would bite the mules, um, hawks in front of him. It not oh. hard, just playing so i had to drop him back further in my line so he would he had to concentrate more on traveling than he would on um toodling on toodling and messing yeah. around you know yep he's the one that get away from you and walk 10 feet and you'd walk up to catch him and he would mm-hmm. walk another 10 feet yep you know? <laughs> so yep. you know it was it was it was so cool you tell know? him about tino oh yeah tino he was uh
1: because not all of them. You cannot replic- re-replicate yeah, you can. the, what they're going to see the first time they step off in the canyon.
2: Yeah, this little and black Tino meal, said. We, Ed and my partner up there, Um, I was leading this Tino meal. It was going to be his first time in the canyon. You know, and some of them, they see that canyon for the first time. And it, I, I saw it I, it. Yeah, I think they kind of, they, they're like, whoa, you know. And so I told Ed, I said, I said, just reach up there and pop that me on the butt. Just coax him a little bit.
1: Cause he froze.
2: He did. He just locked up on me, and I couldn't pull him with my hand mule. And we'd done circles and just trying to go back and get get him over there, and he wouldn't do it. So Ed reached out there and walked him with his rein, and Tino fired off about ten times straight up in there, looked just like a bucking horse. I mean, straight up, full extension out the back end, (laughs) and he did it faster. And I said, "Well, that's not going to (laughs) work." And there's all these people around. You know, you're right at the trailhead so we went back to the, to the little round crawl up there and i said well i said I'll, I'll lead him off in there so i got off and walked him down and and he did better with that you know and i let him kind of graze on some of the weeds there and we walked down and then come back out and then he was good to go but and then there's some that you roll off in there just another day just another day going to work they can oh. care less that's it but and that's the thing is you can't you can't replicate the canyon you know yeah. you can try to do everything you can do yep Logs. I mean, I I ran into a guy with a kayak. He was hiking up to Grand Canyon with a kayak. He got out at Phantom, and was coming up. Jeez. Coming That's... around the corner with a guy with a kayak. Yeah. I don't care how good your meal is, yeah. that bugger's gonna blow up. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I, Maybe had
1: wild I, logs. That
2: sounds like a lot of work
0: for that guy, though. I was oh, just thinking like, oh. He's tough. Yeah. Man. The kayak yeah. The canyon. Wow. He
2: was tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've seen baby strollers down there. And I'm not talking like the off-road ones, the good ones, you know. I mean, like with the little Walmart wheels and <laughs> rattle. Wheel, yeah. yeah, and you're like, what are you? How did you get that down here? You know. I, yeah. And oh, that scares a mule. Yeah, I bet. it's just I had a condor scare a mule. Um, we come around, and there was a squirrel that was dead on the trail. We come around a switchback, and he was on the trail, and he lit up oh wow my mule, and that was when i was dude and he sucked That's how back
1: big my wings fan is
2: yeah he sucked back two past two of my dude and i couldn't there was no way to even stop him yeah and i was sitting i was like oh wow. yeah so i mean you just never know cool to learn. see that was awesome Scary to, oh to it was horrible yeah out. yeah yeah it was horrible the sheep <laughs> oh yeah we'd have sheep that we'd get on the trail oh yeah and they'd start coming at you not trying to Rolling bite rocks. you but just yeah, I mean,
1: because they don't get off the trail.
2: Yeah, a lot of times you, I've, I've got videos of me following bighorn sheep, just staying right in front of you, going up the trail. You know, herding sheep, herding, herding sheep, sheep. Hey, hey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, up and down the canyon.
0: Well, that's yep. pretty cool. <clears throat> Let's uh shift back a little bit. You know, when we started, we started talking about the your packing clinics a little bit, but I wanted to get the history before yeah, we got yeah. into that. So
2: I got ahead of you. You're good. You're good.
0: So, uh, at what point did you start teaching, or, or what what got your mindset into teaching, or how did that even become a thing?
2: Well, I I like people, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to thinking about, it and I was, and I was seeing all these different things that they had out there for people where they were kind of taking hitches out, tying hitches. Right. And that was kind of going to the wayside. Well, you can just throw stuff on and and go pack your animal tie downs yeah i've seen lots of rat i've seen ratchet, <laughs> ratchet straps. straps oh yeah the ratchet strap I, yeah i've seen yep. all that and it for me i want it because i knew there were still people that want it because it's i'm big on the animal yep you know and um
1: you've been asked to do a couple of demonstrations yeah, yeah.
2: I, yeah. um by then we'd She's already started
1: than me
0: that's
2: why we got her here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling
0: you. That's why I want both of you.
1: Um, we had already started our candle business by then, so on, I love being an entrepreneur, and there there aren't any entrepreneurs in my family or your family. Mm-hmm. And so a friend of mine um, had invited you down to do the do a demonstration at the challenge.
0: Yeah.
1: For yep. a, down uh, in Queen Creek, yeah. Arizona, horseman's Challenge, and then we that's where you would met Eric Palmer. Yep. And yeah. so that's how they got to know each other, and um, Eric, you know, appreciates his knowledge in that area, and then he actually offered for a very first time to do a clinic at his place. Yeah. And so when, and it doesn't take much for her to plant a seed with me, you gotta kinda keep me a little corral, because I'm like, let's go do this, and let's go do that. Now that I'm an entrepreneur, I wanna do it all. Yeah. And girl yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there are so many shiny yeah. squirrels in this world oh
0: yes and so Eric says let's come, come to the clinic my place yeah, yeah. and
2: so yeah. is that your first actual
1: that was our first First
2: actual paid, clinic. Yeah. yeah
1: paid clinic you've done yeah. some demonstrations yeah. but up till then but then that was the first one
2: and you know and that was a whole different you know I mean trying to figure out you know what do you charge for somebody for this and you know yeah But we did it and everybody was super excited. We had a couple wrecks and it was awesome. You <laughs> um,
1: and I wanted to add the extra special effect of cooking for our clients yeah, because the first yeah. one was in an Aguila and there is <clears> one place to eat and there's <throat> like three chairs in the one that place little to old eat.
0: restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah. What you're talking about. Yeah. I've been to that restaurant yeah. in Aguila. Yeah, yeah. yeah. walk well, in there, you're like, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. three
1: chairs. And yep. so, and now it's kind of turned into a thing because I do like to cook, but you know, I wanted to add that extra thing, you know, because. I think part of what makes your clinics so neat, too, is so they stand out there in the hot sun or whatever the weather is doing, in Colburn it was raining, and so we got everybody in this trailer, yeah, which is not that big, yeah. and we had them up the stairs and back, and I mean, we, ha- we got them all in, and so, but you can sit around and have food and share time, and but there's lots, so much learned and talked about even in those
2: yeah.
1: moments of sitting around. But yeah you get to talk a lot about things so it kind of goes just
2: it's like
0: an all-day thing yeah three goes. days and they're kind of yeah. like semi-private deals. you said just six people yeah and yep. it's not like you got a million spectators no nope. no this... this is just six participants yep. you know we kind of do something similar we call it semi-private sure clinics so it's just you know no spectators it's just right. a few participants small group like that and yeah it's yeah. pretty
2: yep. neat and, and that's there's,
1: there's there's some value in that intimacy
2: oh yeah Yeah. And I've made some great friends. Oh, my God. Some of the ones that we've done, you know. It's just amazing the folks that are out there that, you know, get to visit with and learn about. Um, And yeah, in that first clinic, it was awesome. I'm going to have t shirts made up to say, Quit the Wreck. Yep. (laughs) That's kind of what I always tell folks, you know. Yeah. We had a lady down there and she had this pretty black mule. And it's happened on two clinics because I go all the way through ponying, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. one thing that there's a lot to that, you know, that people don't don't take into consideration mm-hmm. you know they got the lead rope draped down it's dragging the ground and horse or mules about to step through it or they get rim fired get a rope under the butt and under but the tail and got you know, a dangerous
1: know. coil going Yeah, wrap, something happens it's seeing gonna... it wrapped
2: tight around their hand and they're like, <laughs> you know and you're like yeah you know okay. what, don't do that yeah. you know um, yeah and it's just but my big thing is just about the animals I want yeah. I want them and I don't want this thing to die you know mm-hmm. and the way the world's going with that stuff i mean and I, I still learn every day you know i learn stuff at this thing i learn from people that i'm teaching you know oh you know and that's how you do it yeah. you know they might have an idea and i go oh, i didn't think you know that's cool and yeah. as long as it benefits them and the animal then yeah and you're I'm just showing them it. another way yeah
1: and that and that's what said. he's been to clinics before yeah. but you always learn something different that you might be like oh yeah that's cool i'm gonna pick that up or So it's just showing a different way. Not saying it's the right way, it's the only way, it's just No, it's just,
2: this is how I learned to do it and what's worked for me. Yeah. You know, if you can take some from it, great. You know, if somebody else does it better, that's good too. You know, whatever, taking care of you and your animal, yeah. It's not, because you know that. You can line up 10 different guys out there that know about horses and ask them the same question, you're going to get 10 different answers. Yep. You know, so you just kind of take the best of what and put it all together. Yep. You know. Mm so <clears throat> taking so most of your clinics
0: are three days right yeah they all, that's, is that it three days or do you do variations do, you do more or
2: less or um i mean yeah three days is average that's average three, days, three is average. days you know i haven't
1: and our thought is is what we'd like to do is like that's like phase one is you go through that first three days of clinics because then the next phase that we'd like to do is to do an actual overnight pack out and do an overnight with whatever they would want, and then come back in. But they'd have to have already gone through our clinic, so we know like how experienced they are. Oh, yeah. Unless you just yeah, you don't want to go out with yeah. it. Woohoo! Well, that's no, not like, like we do our.
0: Like we do a clinic called our Extreme Trail Riding Clinic. Oh okay. And for that Extreme Trail Riding Clinic, they had to have ridden with us within yes. the past year, yes. within oh, sure. twelve months. Okay. It's because we we it's a it's a challenging deal, and it's sure. You know, and it's particular, and it's special too. You right. Know, like, right. You know, you want to know who you're spending that time with, and sure, and sure. And so, uh, that's a big piece of it too. So. Right. I'm sorry, yeah, my dog. Restless never. dog.
2: No, that's all
1: right. My dog's like ah,
2: restless dog. I <laughs> I mean, and that's one thing I want so to. Be we'd able like to try and do that. Yeah, you know, and then uh, a really smart feller said, "Hey, you know, you ever think about doing a pack in school?" Uh, very <laughs> intelligent man, man in that here? I know. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and and that's something that I really want to look at. You know, good. I think it's something where, you know, three weeks to a month or you know, two whatever, just kind of, kind of tailored around where, yeah. I mean, you're living, eating, breathing, and this is what you're doing, you know. Um, so much of packing
0: is is muscle memory. It is. I mean, you got mm. to do is. it, and you got to do it again. It's yep. it's hard to watch a video it is and then just go do it yeah you you gotta you'd have
2: to go back that video and watch it again and then go try again right you know it's you got to get your hands on it you do and that's and i mean that's what it is muscle memory yeah Mm -hmm. and for me i think you know packing is 80 90 dealing with your stock yeah you know yep hitches and all that and saddling all that just kind of a you can tie it down, but if you can't lead that thing, exactly, it doesn't exactly. matter how good you tied it exactly. down. Looks that great. pack is still just doesn't sit there, right no, there. No, no, <laughs> yeah, and, yep. you know, and hopefully you tied it good. So if they blow up, you ain't yep. you know, throwing your groceries everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's
1: been tested at the clinics too. You know, and, and
2: that's the thing is where you know, folks. That's the biggest part is there is read. You know, that's what's helped me a ton in the canyon yeah. is being able to read animals. You know, and that's just something that you get just. Well, from Rex and mm-hmm. just knowing your animals, you know. Um, but yeah, I want. I'm. I mean, I'd like to be able to tailor make stuff. You know, if somebody wanted to learn more, I could do it. And just kind of keep it open, where it's not just rigid.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's what's nice about what you do is you. You know, somebody could come and say, Hey, I want to learn how to do this. I want to do that. And your <clears throat> your clinics are, yeah, you can you can modify. Okay, well, yeah. you want to learn how to do you know do you hold foot? some t-posts yeah. okay it. yeah <laughs> bet. Bet. it's like we was talking the other day you know a lot of people need to see you know you might teach them the box itch which you can use on a million things yes right i mean yeah. that is that's pretty much all i use that's, right i mean yeah i it's, can't it's a honestly i can't hit. remember the last time i tied anything different right it's been so long right you know box hitch. that's it um but a lot of times people say okay well i get that you could use a box itch right but how do you use it when you do this, or right. how do you use it when you do that? And right. being able to show, okay, well, this is if you got an elk head, this right. is how you do it. Sure, okay, if you got a, you know, a, a bell of hay, this is how you do that. You know? Right, and,
2: yeah. And uh, so that's pretty cool. I packed a lot of hay in the canyon too. Yeah, when I was there, we used and it was two R bales, and we we hung it in slings, and then would tie a, a box hitch on mm-hmm. on it, but. Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing what all you can pack on an animal. Yeah, you know, and, and be comfortable out in the woods, and still be good to your animal. <laughs> well, that's a lot of work. is a lot of work.
0: There is, there is, and you sweat and you work. You do. You do. But then you got Marisa with her good smelling candles. Yes. <laughs> oh right. To yes. Cover up to the, to cover up the, <laughs> the packers. That's why she started. That's why she got business. into this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look <laughs> oh, at this mother smell.
1: The, and he calls it when he get when he gets home from the barn, you know, and he's been. It's I can tell when it's a day of cleaning pen day. Oh yeah. I'm like, lover, your boots, and he's like, baby, that's the smell of money. Like, <laughs> there you go. Well, I gotta cover up the smell yeah. of money.
0: Cause... Light the candles. <laughs> Light the candles. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Well, did you sell a few yesterday? Yes. Good.
1: Yes. A lot of return customers, which is really nice. Once people use them and they love them and yep. they come back and they're unique and fun and hand poured and made in the usa
2: made by her yep. and each one is unique there's no two candles the same no if you, you if know. you fall
1: in love with it I don't know. No. if it's like a color scheme or something yeah. that somebody likes they're like i want that color i'm like well we'll see yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see if i make that happen or not because
2: yeah. uh. i always joke you know i always say she's the brains of this outfit i just tie knots <laughs> yeah
1: which is not true. Because none of this would have happened without him giving me the freedom to think outside the box.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, is there any
0: other, uh, anything else you want to talk about with packing or, or anything else that before I, I got a couple of questions to wrap this up. Okay. Is there anything particular that you guys want to add or stories that you want so. to tell before I, I get to these end questions here?
1: You know, it's fun because when when Chris does start talking about the canyon, there are so many stories. And and we've been encouraged a couple of times to jot them down and make maybe a little short book about them. Because, you know, there's some really funny ones, there's some really scary ones, some sad ones. And, um, oh, I did want to tag on because we were being kind of picking on maybe some of the hikers and not appreciating you Know the value of the mules, but there are lots of times where they would see the mules come and they're like, oh, The mules, the mules, we love seeing the mules. So, there's a lot of people that oh, yeah. do love seeing that because
2: and do support part of the history. being in
0: there. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of people that never, you know, they don't have a chance to, you know, live the Western culture and life, yeah. but they appreciate it. Yep. you know this morning I was helping all those kids that came up No, they're so, all from town yeah. they're all from the city right and they don't have opportunity to yeah. they can't have horses and mules or right. anything right mm-hmm. and they just loved it just yeah. Loved wow. being here you know and it's sure you know if I ever come across a kid on the trail I know it's different in the Grand Canyon but just general trail riding mm-hmm. come across a kid I stop and talk to him and say hey, you if I'm right Unless I'm riding a snorty colt. Sure, <laughs> sure. I'm riding we something good. I say, hey, this, you know, my meal really likes when kids give it a scratch here, yeah. you know, and I let them pet it on the neck or something, and you just never know. Yeah. I, I, I did that
2: in the canyon. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, he's an example of that. Yeah. He was a city kid who had an opportunity... To be around it a bit and yeah. it made it who he is today. Yeah. Made it who he is today. Got yeah. the
2: bug. Yeah. Got you the know, it, um by being exposed. You know, and I and I want folks to know that, that you don't have to grow up Yeah. And be raised, you know, you know, your first three days or was on a horse. You mm-hmm. know, it's you just have to work a little harder at it. Yeah. You know, I mean you really you do. Yeah. You know, it's uh and the big thing is getting around good folks. Yep. Yeah. You know But you have
1: that. a natural gift too. You know, which with just how you are around stock and mules really. I mean mm. mules just connect to you. They just know you're like the mule guy.
2: And he's the mule guy. Well <laughs> <laughs> but but you know <laughs> what I mean. Mule guys? You you get, you get, you you're the, mule the number guy one yeah. mule guy. You're a mule guy. You're a yeah. yeah. mule guy. No.
1: But you know, and just and well, you know, you it's been that, fun baby. being around. I've had an opportunity to judge some pageants and, and be around some different horse stuff too and um, seeing those those gals that just have the touch this one gal I saw on a pageant one time not to get totally derailed off the subject but I would have swore she grew up in the saddle she mm. did not and she was so just just came to her natural
0: you Well, know, a lot you know in my travels and you know being around so many people doing these clinics you know it, it's all about the work they put in
2: yeah yeah
0: because I meet people that tell me you know it kind of makes me chuckle I've been riding mules for 40 years or 50 years and I say. In my head, I said, well, it sure doesn't look like
1: it. Yeah. Right. What you been doing? And then somebody
0: else that has been riding it for five years, but they have been working at it. I got a good yeah. buddy. Uh, well, you guys met him. You met Sam. Yo, awesome guy. Yeah. Sam Scaling. Yeah. 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 Love him. So Sam and I, he came and rode with me, oh, I think it was back in 2014. So he's, you know, and he just started. Right. You know, and so he's got... What now? It's uh, eight years, six, seven, eight years of riding. Wow. And you'd think that Sam has been riding forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, now he's he can cowboy, he can pack, yeah. He's yeah. starting colts, I mean, all That's the above. Awesome. Sure. And uh, he didn't grow up like that. Right. But right I tell you what, Sam came to every clinic he could for probably about four or five years straight. And then we hooked him up with Skye's cousin, and he got married, and then yeah. We, yeah. we don't see much of him since, so yeah. Sam, if you're listening, yeah, but, uh, sometime. he does listen yeah. to all these episodes, but, you know, but he just put that time, he, I kid you not, he'd probably been to 30, 40 clinics,
2: yeah, that's awesome, just awesome. working,
0: yep. sure, and he put in that time of work, and then, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you're right, it's, it's the time you put into it, and mm-hmm. it's the, you know, the effort, so,
2: yeah, it's, hi, yeah. Sam, if you, he...
0: So yeah, He's he like he he a good
2: guy.
0: So, a couple things to finish up here. Um, I always ask for... You've been given advice all along the way, both of you. But I always ask for if, if just a good general mealmanship advice. I ask all my guests, what would you tell just somebody if they said, hey, give me advice about meals?
2: It could be yep. anything. Um, you got something? It could be
0: packing, it could be riding, it could be... Petting them in the crowd. What what advice would you give somebody?
2: For me, it, I mean, if you're start just starting out packing, make sure you got a good solid riding mule. Good riding mule. Yeah. A good riding mule, because that's going to make all the difference in the world. It does. It does. If you got oh, something yeah. that you can handle, um, that's not going to blow up on you. You know, and I mean a lot, of, a lot of guys think you have to ride Colts and you go out there and do it. But um, for somebody just starting out, yeah, have something solid that that'll handle that ain't going to get stupid on you. You know, because if you've got, you're, if you just got, well, one to five or ten, whatever, you have a big wreck or a big blow up, you want something that ain't going to leave you or get you, and don't ever tie off hard <laughs> to the horn. <laughs> they'll uh, figure it out. They, they will. <laughs> yeah. You talk about a wreck. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Know, they want to run
0: uh, yeah, learn to yeah. dally and operate learn, a rope. Yes,
2: yeah. Yep. Get very, use that, have that rope in your hand and know where it's at. You know, It worked yep. great for me in the panty Rose case. Panny. Pantyhose, pantyhose race, race. yesterday, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, I contribute that to all those years dealing with a rope in my hand, trying not to get Scott wrapped up. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think have a good solid mule underneath you for, for people that have no idea what we're talking
0: about. <laughs> like, okay, he's he races with pantyhose? Pantyhose. pantyhose, yeah. He had to put on pantyhose out there, right? No, yeah. it was no, amazing. No, no, to he had a later. partner. Him and Scott Stewart, big shout out to Scott Stewart. Yeah. He's amazing. Yes. He we're he runs this days. Boyd Ranch Mule Days here. Yes. And, and he's the reason why both you and I are here. Yeah. He's, yes, they are. He's are. Invite, yeah. He invites us here and we're grateful. But uh, yeah, they had to hold a pair of pantyhose between the two of them. They're on their mules, had to race down the end of the arena. No, do oh, no, a no. they go do, the right, barrel do pattern. a barrel right. pattern. Yeah, do yeah. a barrel
2: pattern without letting go. Yeah, yeah they have so, to stay and, uh, So it, yep. we were doing a dance out there. It was um, good. But yeah. You Good riding
0: meals, your advice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. How about you, Marisa? You got some advice?
1: My advice is before you go ride, calm yourself. Um, calm energy has gotten me leaps and bounds yep. ahead. And even if you can, when you're in a situation, calm energy. If you get riled up, if you're having a bad day, if you need to go find like a punching bag or something. Because if you come out there, you know, just they feel that. They can feel a fly on them, so they feel that coming at them. So, and if you're having a bad day and they're acting like that, don't take it out on them. You need to take a deep breath and calm yourself because you're gonna have a better experience.
0: I already feel calmer. You do. <laughs> I feel better. Just I for do saying too. Just
2: yeah, yeah. She's got it.
0: She's got it. Go. Just calm. Yeah. I have to like record a soundtrack of you calming us. Yeah, calming, calming. us. Just be calm. Yeah. yeah be before
1: calm. you go ride your Mule, tune in. Tune in.
2: Calm down. Marisa Clark. Right. Nice voice. That's right. That's right. I like it. That's like, yeah. Works from works on me. Yes. Day, you know? And calm then she gets down. a fly swatter if it don't. That's right.
0: Well, it's been a lot of fun, you guys. Oh, appreciate it's you so nice. doing this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So how uh how can people get a hold of you? You know you're on Facebook. Tell them how. how uh, mm-hmm. First of all, we need to know about packing and the candle So, tell them how to find the packing stuff.
1: Okay. So the packing stuff, unfortunately, is in last place of social media.
0: <laughs> last place social media. <laughs> it's,
1: so, and it, we're bumping it up okay. quickly. Um So you just need to call us directly. Um, you can find us on Facebook. You under Chris Clark. Yep. Me under Marisa Perot Clark. Perot Perreault is my maiden name. And our website for us is, of course, attached to the candle page. So we have uh, mulepackercandles.com is where our candle stuff is. And then that we have our contact information mm. on there, too. I do have to get a Facebook page going for you. But, you know, my personality, another thing that's not great is that whole consistency. Wow. Need to be consistent. Ugh. <laughs> that's hard <laughs> for me. <laughs> so uh, once we get it running, then I just need to be consistent on posting and Yep. Because the algorithm likes the consistency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yep, you can find us on Facebook and our webpage for the candles. And we do have a a Facebook page for our candle business, too, which is easier to do at Candles. And we do do lives, which we're trying to get going again. We did make a recent move. And so we're trying to get consistent, again, with the Facebooks, Facebook lives. But we'll be chatting on there.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ty, thank you so much. This was a It's blessing good having us on here. Yep, appreciate (laughs) you guys.
0: Uh, All you guys out there, I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in here. Uh, We would love to hear from you and uh, love to know how you like these episodes. So, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Mm. if you could leave a a five-star rating and review. Five-star review. That's right. Let's know what you think. And you can always email me, ty at tsmeals.com. And... uh, let me know what you think there too so anyways God bless y'all and we'll see you down the road I need to thank my friend mr. Ben Lewis at Roman home mr. Ben has designed a really awesome tent it's a cross between a wall tent and a range teepee it's built to take tough weather high winds craftsmanship is amazing and it's made right here in the usa right here in utah usa and uh right now ben has a special going on you can save 500 bucks and uh go to romanhome.com roman spelled r-o-a-m-i-n romanhome.com and uh tell ben hello tell him ty sent you